0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I am your host, Josh Brown, with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, we are in season two, season two of Chat from a Hat. You believe we made it a year already? Is
1: that what we call it? Season two. I call it. Apparently, the uh, next year is what I call. Apparently, it. every year when you do
0: it on the the thing that we use, Oh, does it it has say to say that. Be. It okay, says, season two. But it's still We're still going by episode by by like. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's season it's season two, episode forty six or forty seven I don't know yeah, what the okay. hell number we're on. Um because that's just what we do here. We're just here to have a chat from the hat.
1: Yeah. And we actually pulled this one from the hat. We pulled this one the from the The last several we didn't You know you know the funny <laughs> thing is
0: the funny thing is is that to be quite honest with you, I have no idea where our little hat guy is. Um, so we'll we'll have to take a break before we pull from the, the hat. Pull from the hat later. Because I don't know where Nancy's Nancy is telling me that she threw her finger up saying, "Oh my God, she it's found the hat!" Oh my God, it's the hat! Thank you, that was thank, you for, <sighs> thank you for thank you for Pumpkinhead man. That was a
1: close call. I found him yesterday. We were just a mere oh, we you. were just a mere fifty minutes to an hour away from pulling from us, Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I don't know what we would have ever done, um,
0: but yes. So Caleb, we're like we had said on the last podcast episode. We are we were in the process of moving. Um, we have gotten moved now, um, but the the house does look like look like a uh, war zone in here because we're still sorting through everything um, and figuring out where to put everything. But having said that, we have us a new place to record, and you won't hear a a random. Train whistle, or a every random once car, or a random car, or anything like that, because we are up in the side, deep in the mountains. We are we are deep <laughs> in the third act, is where we're at. So yeah, we get. I, I mean, we're enjoying it so far. It's been pretty well. Uh, what have you been into since the last time we we chit chatted?
1: Christmas. <laughs> we didn't put out an episode Yuck. after
0: Christmas, did we? Nope. Okay. No, we did. We took the uh, the two weeks okay, off yeah. for the holiday. Well, Caleb, that's been a good episode. Let's see what that's the see it. what next week we get. No, I'm that's kidding. Uh, other than that, what have you been into other than Christmas, mm, I'll let him look at you. Not a lot. He's got a little body now.
1: No, I had a couple days extra off for work, but also still working. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, yesterday, I, after a hard, devastating week at work, not really. It wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. But I decided to take my hydroxyzine yesterday. Uh-oh. In the evening, because I know better than take it at 9 o'clock at night. Because I'd still just be like, you'd be out wow. like a light. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm still kind of not. Okay. But I took it at 5 yesterday and slept un, like, unprovoked, like no, no interruptions for 10 to 11 hours. Because I woke up at about 10.30, uh, 10.45. I was like, holy, it's like, what happened? Then I was like, oh, yeah. I took that hydroxyzine. And honestly, I could have easily slept more. I could go to sleep right now. Well, I mean... That's, we, the, that's we, the first full hydroxy I've taken since the summertime. I usually cut it in half. But I was like, you know what? YOLO is what oh I Oh, my said. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, okay, Caleb, you you said that you wanted to talk about this whole Cat Williams thing. Well, I didn't not know really. You being, I
1: didn't know if you were being serious. Not but really. <laughs> I, just, I was just curious if you all see. Because I, every, I, every TikTok I get is... A clip uh, no. of Cat Williams in no. that two-and-a-half-hour two uh, interview with, Sh- with Shannon Sharp. Why? Because he, he just wouldn't stop. If there's not a lot of Shannon Sharp on there. It's, usually, it's mostly just Cat Williams talking. Yeah. And just, like, talking trash about so many people. So many people. It seems like deservedly so. it's a so, shoot interview, pretty much. Deservedly so and him showing respect to people that might relative. Because he really likes Bernie Mac. He doesn't talk trash about Bernie Mac. Well... Uh, but yeah, in the day. When it comes I guess. to Steve Harvey and stealing jokes, I was like, oh man, there's a lot of evidence here of him stealing jokes from Mark Curry and and even even Cat Williams stealing jokes from Cat Williams. But wow, he's just so quick on his feet. Uh, Cat Williams, I know he can be a bit much sometimes, but he's just he's quick, mm-hmm. he's quick witted. That guy. So I think we're gonna see a resurgence of Cat Williams because of this interview, <laughs> or he's gonna wind up like dead. <laughs> I don't think somebody, I don't think he, he talks about the Illuminati. Him. And he's like, yeah, they, I was, I was, I was, uh, was, uh, well, I was. They wanted me to join the Illuminati, and it was between me and Ludacris. Ended up, they ended up taking Ludacris. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I swear to you. He was like, yeah, that's why Ludacris was in the Fast and Furious movies because he joined the Illuminati. I was like, I was like, cat, I don't. And Shannon Sharp's response, he's like, he's like, now, (laughs) cat. He's like, it's like why, it's like why are you talking about Luda? (laughs) He's like, I'm just saying it how it is. It's something. my turn. It's, it's I, my turn. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing, but man, through TikTok videos, i probably watched 70% of it wow. through TikTok. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, I suppose. Might be something I have to check out Compared to some hey, if, I Listen, I, I, I much, I recommend that over watching the new Ch- uh, Chappelle special, which it, you always want to see someone grow and do better, but I watched about 10 minutes of that, and I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. This isn't funny. Yeah. It's a, his first punchline is something that you see from a mile away, and you still see you still see, you still see the Chappelle faithfuls out there and be like, oh, "That first punchline was 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 brilliant." And I was like, "Nah, I saw I saw him. He was gonna do that." It's it is punching down, yeah. on the trans community. Of course, that's what he does now. Of course, it's not even funny. Yeah, it's not even remotely He's funny. He's found his audience. No, it sucks. He's found his audience. It sucks. I haven't watched the whole special because why? The first 10, 15 minutes, I was like, "Nah, sorry," and it sucks because he. He used to be so funny. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like seriously about 5 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I even liked the the one special he did that was like 25 minutes on Netflix. That wasn't funny. It was serious. Mm-hmm. So he's still got it. He's a good storyteller, but jeez, it's like he's just going all in just because, on, trans, because reasons. on transphobia just to be Just because people are 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 clapping back against them. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this even though it's not funny cuz my audience is going to like it." Yeah. Of course, I recommend recommend the Cat Williams interview over that. That's funnier. He found found his audience. Found his audience. Maybe one
0: day he'll. I don't know. I doubt it. It's Dave Chappelle. I doubt it. So if you're still listening after (laughs) us cutting down Dave Chappelle, (laughs) um, which is fine because you're the audience that we're going for, um, I guess. Um, I forgot. um, We saw the Iron Claw. We did over right before New Year's. Right before New Year's, and we got to uh, do something really cool in that regard. Uh, We got to see it with the Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart Mm -hmm. uh, was with us when we got to watch it. If if you know if you know who that is, then you know that he's probably one of the greatest wrestling managers of all time. He came in for a show for ASW uh, for us, and uh, yeah, we got to I got to spend the whole weekend with Jimmy um, off and on. Mm -hmm. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. Like he was... First time at him. Yeah, he was, it, I mean, he was yeah, super he was, nice. He was cordial. Yeah. He, was, he was just all the time trying to pay for things and do this and do that and he just... So, so sweet. Yeah. Such a sweet man. Um, Nancy worked his table and she, just, they talked all night about anything and everything. Um, so if you're out there and you're listening and you're a wrestling promoter, book Jimmy Hart. I'm yeah. telling you, you will,
1: not, you will not regret it. Yeah, and the movie was pretty good too. hmm Actually, like I'm... I actually want to watch it again when it comes to streaming. Yeah. Because it's worth... Another watch. Yeah. I think my, my parents would like that one. Uh, I, I hate to keep re- I hate to keep ba- bash-macking. bash uh, bashmacking Bash-macking. Uh, bad-mouthing the, uh, the SSRIs that I take. But uh, if it wasn't for those, I might have cried at the end. Because even, like, seeing, like, I see TikTok videos where people, like, quote what Zac Efron says mm-hmm. at the end. Of that movie, like, yeah, like, by all accounts, yeah, that should be a tear-jerking moment, but my, yep. my brain just can't allow yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited to watch that one again, and... Uh, I watched Wonka before that. I liked yeah. Wonka quite a bit. Way more okay. than I expected. That was a fun one. Uh, did I tell you I watched Saw X? No. I watched it. Uh, cause it still has, why? Because like, it's got good reviews. It's got like an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes. But why? Because it's good. It's, it's torture Cause, porn. Cause, no, it's good. It's good. It's actually really, really good. Until uh, it's not. <laughs> well, I'm well, there you go. No, no. The, the, I'm telling you, the first 30... 40 minutes. I was like, is it? It's like, am I watching a Saw movie? Mm -hmm. Because it's all character driven about John Kramer. Is that his name? Sure. He's the jigsaw guy. Sure. And uh, I guess it takes place between like one and two or two or three. And it's about his cancer diagnosis and how he wants to beat cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, it's good it's really it's like until it's not though no you no know, even whenever he he takes the people in to like hold them hostage or whatever there's a reason behind him like you know what he's got a point, he's got a point with these fools like they deserve this to some extent and it's not, like, elaborate in the way that, like, the other movies are where you, the p- little puppet comes out on his tricycle. Mm-hmm. He's only in the movie for, like, a second. It's mostly John and her, his, like, assistant who's in the mm-hmm. early movies. They're in the room with the people, like, explaining to them. <laughs> They're, like, so it feels very intimate. But the last, the final third has a twist. That's like, this kind of sucks. This twist is not good. There it's not go. a good twist. But uh, it's probably the best Saw movie, honestly. So, better than the first one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those early Saw movies have this frantic editing when it comes to the uh the yeah. traps that that is like vomit inducing and it doesn't do this one for a second but it's not real it's him pretending uh he, he imagines that someone in the hospital is gonna like rob this guy that's mm-hmm. sick and he imagines that and, like what he's gonna do to the guy and does like fast editing yeah but it's not real the guy ends up not doing it and john is like you made a good choice <laughs> you made a good choice <laughs> yeah i watched a lot of uh, 2023 was sneakily the year for for mainstream uh Slashers mm-hmm. that kind of. I also watched Thanksgiving, which was which was fun yeah. and funny. Probably my favorite Eli Roth movie. So, but now we're in the new year. We're in the new year now, and I still have some twenty twenty three movies to watch. Keep <laughs> up being honest. With you. That's okay. Yeah, there's, they come out they come out weirdly at the end of the year. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't go wide till like the twelfth yeah. or something. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Caleb, we have talked enough about the past. Let's talk about the current. The, the distant future. past. about oh, that fifty years ago. 54 years ago. Yeah. Right? No. 44 years ago. 44 years ago. My God. Jesus Christ. To me, it's still 20 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. We're in 2000, right? (laughs) All right. Well, Caleb,
0: we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about our topic for season two. Damn, we're back! (laughs) All right. Caleb, we are going to talk... 80s albums, part two. Now, if anybody has listened to the first 80s album... Or the uh, 70s or the 90s. Or the 70s or the 90s, yeah. You know the way that we're going to do this. If you haven't, though, we'll fill you in. Go back and listen to those old episodes. (laughs) All right, let's go. So, Caleb, what's your 1980
1: album? Hold on. If they haven't watched the episode, those if they haven't seen those episodes, they haven't seen those episodes, go back and listen to them. Not and then come Maybe this is their first episode. No, no, we can't. We no. can't choose the same artist twice. We can't use the same artist twice. Twice. Wait a minute. Okay, did you? Okay, hold on. I used. Listen, I definitely use the same artist. As okay, last okay, okay, okay. I was I'm not even say, gonna lie uh-oh. to you. It's mostly the same artist as last time. There's such a high influx of albums in the 80s that they all put out. If I'm being honest with you, I hate to be like anticlimactic, but most of these are the same. I'd say like 70% of them are the same artists that I used last Uh, time. I branched out a little bit. Little bit. I guess I'd... Let me see how many... Let me see how many I didn't that were different. Yeah. One. I gotta look. Two. Three, four. Okay. Actually, only half of mine. Okay. Okay. Only half of mine. Only five. But it's like five right off the bat. <laughs> <path. laughs> uh, when we
0: first. get when we get to a certain area, you're gonna you're either gonna say ah no that's okay or like no no you can't do that you can't do that I'm just
1: gonna go ahead and preface it now, okay? It's not like the Paul McCartney thing, okay? You, know what? you you've been saying preface for a long time. Yeah. I think it's pronounced preface. Preface. And I do the whatever. same thing. I did the same. It's thing. the accent, man. TikTok, I did it, and they're like, uh, "What are you saying?" <laughs> and I was like, "Preface." That's how it's spelled. <laughs> Preface, preface,
0: preface, preface, yes. preface because I, I'm a prefacer. <laughs> yeah, I, I look. At, I would. look at everything else before the. You,
1: you probably will do something that's going to be cheating, like you always do. I, I don't think necessarily it's cheating. And I, when I, when we get there, I'll explain. Well, why. this album's called Billy Joel and Friends, not Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, you already know what the Billy Joel album on this list is, so sure. We we talked about it in the car, so. Actually, I actually don't remember the name of the album. So. An Innocent Man. I well, we'll pop to number 83 first. 1983. No, 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 no. We'll get to it when we get
1: to it. Okay. 1980. Caleb, go ahead. 1980. This is a re- you always go first? This is a repeated artist from last time. Obviously, a different album. Kate Bush. Yes. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah 1980's Good Kate guess. Bush, her album, Never Forever. Um, on Sundays, I feel like this is my favorite Kate Bush album. But I thought you said, in, on, I thought you said on Sundays. This on is your, I was on like, Sundays. Okay. On, on Saturday. Yep. Uh, but if I think real hard about it, it's not my favorite album, but I think it's the perfect bridge between her her early, more accessible yet, theatrical material to her weirder uh, experimental stuff that she put out uh, like The Dreaming and Hounds of Love right after mm-hmm. this uh, I think some of her most haunting material is on this album, like the song Blow Away, Infant Kiss which is just like ugh, gosh, ugh. <laughs> and in uh, Breathing okay. uh, the song, when, it, when it comes to Someone that's never heard Kate Bush before, this is probably the album that I recommend checking out the first. Uh, still has some weird elements, but I think it's it's pretty accessible. Her voice isn't quite as, like, uh, high. It pits. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little bit more, you know, a little lower, but little, still high. Little bit, little bit. Still high. But, yeah. I love this one. What's yours? Well...
0: Mine is an album that many consider a classic record. Um, I would consider it a classic record myself. A little bit overplayed by a lot of people in the community, in the hard rock, heavy metal community, but I'm going with Back in Black by ACDC. Oh, God. What? What do you... Oh, God. Not everything band can that be you said, indie rock, The band buddy. that you
1: said... Neither is Kate Bush. That's <laughs> not indie rock. The band that you had on our Overrated Bands episode, you talked about ACDC... Oh, they're still overrated. <laughs> they're still overrated,
0: but as a, as a group, they're overrated. But this album, Did this album shook shake you all night. Long? Yes, As Hells Bell, shoot the thrill, uh, back in black, you shook me all night long, rock and roll ain't noise pollution, which are still pretty much played on their their live sets to this day. It's their biggest record, first record with Brian Johnson after the death of Bon Scott. Um, it's just it's just a good record. Just a good record. It's a good record It's got a skip It's got two skips on it actually So it doesn't fall into the The album with no skips category That, that, that There's, we,
1: there's we, barely any album without like a skip And that's not to say that the The song is bad that you skip But mm-hmm. you just want to skip it Yep You know Yep I'll say the same thing about the Kate Bush album That I just talking about There's probably a song or two That I'll probably skip on it You're, you're wrong That's okay There's not I'm saying that there aren't any I know, albums I'm I am saying that most of them Are skip albums so. Yeah Okay I gotcha Okay 1981 moving on Right Yes, 81. 1981. You it's are. A band. You're, you're up. It's a band. I think I have the vinyl for this actually. Okay. The Moving Pictures by Rush. Are you serious? Yeah. Moving is that Pictures yours? is my nineteen eighty one album. There you go. I feel like there wasn't a lot of choices. To choose yeah. for no, <laughs> no, there
0: were. I had a few. I had a few. Uh, but that. But that one, I was just like, you know what? I haven't put Rush in there, and that's a
1: good record. It's a really yeah. good record. So well, yeah, I have it's, not, largely, I have it's largely known as Rush's best album. It's their best reviewed album. Um, yeah. Some of their biggest songs. It's Tom, their, it's Tom, their, Tom. 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 Yeah, uh, it's their most um, um, commercial record, I would say. It still has tons of artistic integrity, Because yep. also, oh, a, a, a y-, y Y Z, which broke into the mainstream because of Guitar Hero, yep. but that's not a mainstream. It's an instrumental, no. like prog rock, like nightmare at yep. times. Um, and a limelight, obviously. Yep. You hear that? You yep. hear that one almost as much as you hear Tom Sawyer, which is funny because yep. they played it. They had a Tom Sawyer scene in a. In the Iron Claw, the, I'm pretty sure that was the Von Eric's entrance music. Oh, it was all I love. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, so so pretty sure. Like listening to the re listen to this album, I haven't listened to Rush in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you take you take stuff for granted. Yeah, I know Rush is like three of the best musicians of yeah. all time. But m- my God, the the bass, <laughs> yeah, the bass, stupid dude, it's just crazy. Yeah, um, uh, Vital Signs, the album closer, is actually just straight up one of my favorite Rush songs. Yeah. Like if not my favorite uh, of Rush songs, it's. Uh, so, I would, yeah, It I is would, crazy, man. Obviously, all the instruments are yeah. insane, but the bass specifically. I'm like, oh my god, I'll hear the. It's like, am I hearing that? Correctly? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I yeah. mean, same thing with Wamazi.
0: It's the the, the bass <laughs> is stupid
1: in <laughs> <and laughs> that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like,
1: what? Who? Even The bass is being vital. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Is it commercial? Yeah, it's still a great,
1: <laughs> it's great freaking record. Commercial for Rush. Yeah, yes,
0: yeah. You know, really kicked off the '80s Rush sound that didn't really stay uh, with them. Well, I think the album before that kind of did.
1: Uh, 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 oh God. Yeah, I had I li- uh, had, had a Permanent Waves. Was that it? Permanent that a Waves? Name? Yeah, yeah. I had Free Will yeah. on it. Yeah, Permanent Waves. Was so there was sad. that started like their more. They had a lot of synths and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, good. Well, it's good. It's a good album. I think I got it on vinyl. So. I need to pick it up on vinyl, honestly. I got it I there's I a few, I there's a few Rush records
0: that I need to uh, pick up on vinyl. Uh, you. Well, you're 1982, because I, I had the same thing, yeah. so. Awesome.
1: Cool. It doesn't happen very often. It does doesn't happen. I don't
0: think we've ever had that happen. Yeah, we did in the 70s. Definitely. Oh, yeah, from Billy Joel. <laughs> I
1: don't know about in the 80s, though. I don't think we did. 82, uh, another repeat artist, is a uh, English Settlement by XTC. Okay. Just like the Kate Bush album, if you catch me on the right day, I'll tell you that this is the best XTC album. Uh to me, it's them at their peak of their, like, manic art pop, uh, post-punk sound blending into popular elements. Um, whenever I first got into uh, XTC, uh, I was like, oh, they sound like the Talking Heads. Mm-hmm. And while I still see that to this day, I-, I can definitely, like, differentiate, like, the major differences between the two bands. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've said before but uh, I think the XTC is the most underrated And most appreciated rock band of all time And uh, English Settlement fully proves that Here by just the, the sheer vast Of the different genres at play here Just the musicianship and songwriting is just Kind of incredible But you're ready to well, eighty-two for me is an album that,
0: when we first talked about it, I was very—I was kind of hard on it. I was kind of hard on this record. Uh, but I have went back and listened to this record a few times uh, since we did that episode. And uh, my nineteen eighty-two record is the Nylon Curtain by Billy Joel. Oh, so you're choosing a different Billy Joel? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that <I> <laughs> strung, strung you along, Caleb. That no, dude, the
1: Nylon Curtain's great. Yeah, it's great. I wanted it's, to. It's listen. Good. I wanted to, but I just—I like it. I like the, the XTC album more. Uh, We'll have '80s albums part three. We Who two. Who knows? Maybe I don't. Know. I'd be, I'd still be choosing <laughs> yeah, the same yeah, bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I, well, the '90s, I could. The '90s, I could do like three or four episodes and almost choose different bands every yeah. time. But uh, yeah, the Iron Curtain's good. Island I Island really Curtain's got into that album through good. our Billy Joel episode. Yep. Um, you were hard on it, I man. was, I was very hard on yeah, it. Yeah. What are you thinking? Um, that album's fantastic. Yeah. Um,
0: still, I still think Pressure is the best song on the record. That oh, or, no, or no, 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 or.
1: Goodnight Saigon. I think I actually think Allentown is the best song on the album. Allentown's good. Oh, I love it's overplayed. No, it's I lo- good. I love Laura. Yeah, Laura. The second good. song. Laura's That's like good. their Beatles kind of song. Yeah. Scandana- I think uh, Scandinavian Skies is good too. It is it's good. weird. It, it is good, but I prefer the first side one of the album more than yeah. side two. Okay. I sure. think it's better. It is. Side two's good. Yeah. But side one is just like, God, all these bangers. Yeah. Four straight bangers. Yeah. In I don't I, I can't know. remember what side Goodnight Saigon was on one yeah. it's probably the ending of yeah, side it's the first, one. It's the yeah first, yeah because it's a seven minute. song no pressure uh,
0: pressure's great yeah
1: it's a keyboard first time man. I heard pressure was on the uh, Threat Level Midnight episode of The Office <laughs> they, play, <laughs> they play a couple they play that and Running on Ice <laughs> okay <laughs> like what <laughs> the Billy Joel show here but yeah, I'm glad that you've uh, appreciated the album a little bit more I think it's yeah it's awesome so. it's great it's great you want right. to take, take a break before we get into 83? Sure, just to, just, sure. Because, you know, we don't want to... We've been working hard on this episode. We don't <laughs> want any, like, malfunction. so... Caleb, your
0: 1983 record...
1: Well, 83. Is what? 83. Another repeat artist. Oh, no! And, uh... Oh, no! And, as you can see by my sweatshirt. Oh, okay. Tears for okay. Fears. Their their debut album. Okay. The Hurting. The ha hurt, ha. Uh, They're hurting. Let's right in, so, <laughs> in some ways, just because their acclaimed follow-up album, "Songs from the Big Chair," uh, it's darker, has a much uh, heavier synth-oriented sound um, mm-hmm. than any other material that they put out. This is probably like the the sound and, and partially, some of the sound on the Big Chair that people associate with uh, Tears of Fears. But really, after the songs from the Big Chair, they really like went went to the side of that. Yeah. Like, not a lot of like synth-heavy stuff. Uh, the melodies on this album are just. Uh, completely addictive and like very dark like it's the one that has like mad world on it and mm-hmm. i know it doesn't sound as dark as the gary jules version that you hear in donnie darko mm-hmm. but i much prefer tears for fears version i just love that 80s aesthetic and uh uh probably a lot of drum machines but it works very well killer bass killer guitar is lots of good synth so um, that was a product of the time though was the drum machine yeah, yeah i mean it, it yeah. sounds it sounds perfectly fine on this album and yeah. it's 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 a good one it's a good one the good Tears ones. for it's a record. It's a great record. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, um, my
0: 1983 album is Speaking in Tongues by the Talking Heads. Trash. <laughs> 1984, then. We're not going to talk joking, about I'm it. I'm joking. Uh, I mean, their biggest commercial album. Sellouts. Big sellouts. You know, sellouts, Which also spurs uh, Stop Making Sense, which we've talked about before on here greatest concert film of all time. Still maintain that.
1: I would say so. I would say so. Um,
0: a lot of those songs are played on that on Stop Making Sense. So Name uh, some songs. Burning Down the House. Down the house. Uh, Girlfriend is Better. Making Flippy Floppy. This must be the place. Closes the record, which is kind of weird.
1: Uh, But I guess
0: when you think about it, that's really the only place that 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 song could fit on that album is right at the end. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't stick it in between like all of these like funkier top Mm
1: -hmm.
0: bass lines and things like that. It just just wouldn't fit. Plus, it's a nice little a nice little close of of, of a very nice song. Yeah, very pretty song.
1: The little keyboard effect. There. I guess yeah. they're using that like thing that's on the side of the keyboard that pins. The like, pitch shift. The pitch shift. We used to have a keyboard that had that. I need to get another keyboard that has the pitch shift on cause mm-hmm. We used to have one. I used to just yep. go to town. Yep. <laughs> All right. Pitch shift, baby. Is there anything else you want to say about No, no. talking in tongues? I'm pretty. Speaking in tongues or talking in tongues? talking in tongues. Jesus. God. God sorry. Yes, talking. K, I, 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 I combine talking heads and speaking in tongues together. So it's that's why I have tongues. 84. 84. 1984. George Orwell. The book. 84. Oh, seriously? What? <laughs> no. Uh, is that your. Is that an- Another repeat? <laughs> like I said, most of my repeats are right off the bat. Um, uh-huh. The Replacements. Uh, I, w- I actually wanted to do this one on the last one. Yeah. But yeah. There was yeah. another 84 yeah. album that I just had to do over it. Uh, but 84 yeah. this time is Let It Be by The Replacements. Um, okay. The, 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 be- the better of the Let It Be albums Probably. Most people would agree with that I Probably. Think. Um, got into this one when I was getting into All of my favorite indie rock bands about 11 12 years ago mm-hmm. um, It's crazy to see how much influence It had on both 90s indie rock and modern day Indie rock I, I, I think a lot of people would almost consider it like the first like Big indie rock Album without knowing at the time that mm-hmm. it, this was going to be called Indie Rock. Yeah. Uh, it just had all those elements. Uh, has legitimately few of the, the, the greatest songs ever written on it, and the entire album has a raw energy to it that separates it from other 80s albums of that time. It doesn't have a new wave sound. It has mm-hmm. a bit of a punk rock sound, a lighter mm-hmm. rock sound, um, a hardcore sound, and uh, there's a really sick cover of Black Diamond by Kiss on this album. Really? It's sick. I love it. Uh, first time I heard it, I didn't know it was a cover. like, oh, man, this is ooh, this song's dark and heavy. Yeah. Then I heard... Now I was like, oh, this is Kiss. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. It's good, though. They it definitely... I they, to listen to it. They kind of definitely do their own thing on it because yeah. whenever I heard the Kisses version, I was like, oh, they do stuff a little different yeah. on this. So, yeah. Well, my
0: 1984 record is a record that um, many people consider to be their best record. I disagree. I did
1: too, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, might. you I, might. I mean, I probably do know what it is when you say. Yeah, I mean, you do
0: know what it is, but you you may not. I, I can't, you probably I can't, don't can't agree. agree that recall it's what? their best record. Maybe either. not. Um, it is "Ride the Lightning" by Metallica. So oh, it is a repeat uh, artist for
1: me as well. It has one of my favorite Metallica songs. It on does, it. but it still ain't their best. <laughs> Sorry, ain't their best. I have not. I have no way of really knowing what their best album. as a not hot. as a not really Metallica fan. I couldn't tell you what yeah. their best album is. Probably like Injustice for All. Maybe no. Yeah, which is unfortunate. That the bay, There's no bass. no base. <laughs> But I think as songwriting goes, yeah, the Lightning, Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's intense, very good. Right. Um, it has one of my favorite Metallica songs. What's it called? I don't the, know. It has like that popier. Uh, Chorus. Escape. <laughs> <laughs> you like escape, Caleb? I do. I do. I'll, Escape, I do. Escapes I, a good song. I don't know why James it's Hickle one of their only songs so that that is their course is in like a major scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's the the only song where the course is in a major scale rather than a minor. Yeah, and you can tell because apparently they hated it at first. But. Yeah, but the thing well. of it is,
0: is, like it's another one of those albums where like that front that front half of that record. Fight fire with fire. Ride the lightning. For whom the bell tolls. Fade to black. That's the that's the first side of that record, mm-hmm. and it's got three of their biggest songs on it. Yeah, I mean. Come on,
1: yeah. Hard, was this, heavy. Was this uh, Cliff Burton's last album with Metallica? Yes, that's what I thought.
0: No, second. No, P- puppets was puppets was. was oh, okay, on puppets. Okay, yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry hmm. for all the Metallica heads out there. Sorry, sorry. Oh God, you lost. <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> if you're still listening, we're gonna go on to
1: 1985 now. 1985. Ooh, hoo Pink bean, Madonna. <laughs>
0: Uh, watch out! We'll get we'll get shadow banned for doing for Maybe. doing that. Oh, well. Speaking, of, you know what?
1: I meant to go off on this. Facebook, go off, baby. Facebook's off. a jerk, man. Facebook sucks. For dude. for like several days now, and I finally <sighs> I compromised and did something else. But I've been trying to post one of my new songs. By new song, I mean, it was released December first. Mm-hmm. But I want to post it on social media because some people just like they don't like. they're they're more likely to to hit a video on social media than they are to go to Spotify. So I was going to put a song on my music page, and I've been trying for days to post it. They're like, no, muted. Can't do it because this is copyright. I was like, I'm the artist. And there is a function. There's a button that says, like, submit your dispute. But it's grayed out. It won't let me do it. So I was like, "Ah, screw it. I'll just post 59 seconds of it today. That's what I ended up doing, posting 59 seconds. That's stupid. I hate Facebook. And even when I posted about today... They definitely limited the amount of people that can see sure. it. I'm it sure. Because it only has one like and one comment. And uh, I was like, Jesus. If it makes you feel any better, so. I haven't seen it today. Exactly. On see, Facebook. See, my friend Erica did see it, and she commented on it. She's like, this one's not shadow banned. And I was like, I use the term shadow banned loosely. Yeah. By that, I mean, like, they very much limit who sees yeah. it. Clearly. Because this only has Clearly. one like. And there's some there's some juicy stuff in that status. <laughs> and people would have seen it, you know. But okay, moving on. 1985. 1985 Woo-hoo-hoo! Another Another sh- Another Sade Didn't we just leave that party? Another Sade album Okay uh, She found her way Onto my last one somehow And I'm still not I'm definitely not As well versed in her music As I'd like to be Other than her first two albums But uh This was the first album I got into by her mm-hmm. And the opening song Is it a crime Is just straight up One of my favorite songs Period Um Song as well as As all the others Is just some of the nicest Sounding smooth jazz pop You'll ever hear Um you can almost hear something kind of different, especially with the length of the songs being like, anywhere you know, from like four to six minutes. There's a lot of room for different, uh, different atmospheres of sound, mm-hmm. especially if you listen with headphones on. So, recommend that there, there's a for a lot of people that don't like that to say they don't like jazz there's a lot of really good like starter smooth jazz albums i'd recommend shaw A. obviously the steely dan album so mm. whenever someone says they don't like jazz i'm like do, do, do you really not like do you associate it with elevator music because you maybe should listen to a shaw A album and you'll, yeah. you'll you'll see the more soul and r&b elements in it but this is definitely jazz so just deal with it folks quit being steal a prude. With steal with it Dislike dislike blues like a regular person. God,
0: throw so blues. I, you
1: know I'm not a big. Fan. Oh, shut up. You know I <laughs> shut up. You know
0: me. Shut up. All right, repeat artist. Here we go. Oh man. Yep, my 1985 is a solemn by Kiss. Oh, God. 80s glam metal to Awful. the umpteenth degree. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I, don't I lost know. my train of thought.
1: Um, t- Kiss. Kiss. You watched them. I watched you them. Didn't. I didn't watch them. The second time. I watched them and then I didn't it, watch and now them. And ho- now they're the gorillas. Now they're, without, with without, without musicians. Jesus Christ, dude.
0: <laughs> and you know the thing. Let me talk about that just a moment. Let me talk about that just a moment. Did you know that they ruined their last show by announcing those hologram things? Do you know when the first show for the holograms thing, the Avatar things, is supposed to be? Yeah, uh, 2026. 2027. Okay. Yeah. Three years from now. Yeah. My God. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Stupid. My question is, how in the world are you going to stay relevant for three years for people to care? I don't know. You can't. You can't. You know. You can't. It's gonna. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's stupid. They're doing it with
1: Elvis now too. Did you see that? I just yeah, don't care. they're doing it with Elvis. Too. I don't give a I just shit. don't care. I don't care. They try to do this with Tupac at like music festivals. Yep. Like oh, he's a hologram. Like, yeah, but he's not there. Yeah, he's not there. He's dead. It's not real. Yeah. They Gosh, did it with oh. Abba, and it sold like
0: a million I tickets. See. I
1: don't care. I want to see and actually hear them play their instruments. I don't Come care.
0: They're like, "Well, they did the live caption for it." I don't care. I can watch a video on YouTube and actually see them. Yeah, if they're not physically
1: well, there, I do not care. It's the
0: experience that you're sharing we'll it with doop. other fans. I can go to a movie theater and
1: share it with fans. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, what's the difference? The difference is if I go to a movie theater, I'm going to pay 10 or $12 to watch a movie. <gasps> I'm not going to pay $200 maybe maybe to less. watch a freaking show. I use the, sh- I use the word show, show loosely. Yeah. yeah. Loosely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, what about the album?
0: <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Moving on. What was the album again? Uh, Asylum. It, it, it's
1: Asylum. It's got
0: some of my honestly. It does have some of my favorite favorite '80s Kiss songs on it. Uh, it's got "Who Wants to Be Lonely" and "Trial by Fire" and "Tears Are Falling." Um, got some, like I said, some of my favorite uh, '80s Kiss songs are on that record. Um, but again, it is glam metal to the utmost extent. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce's Bruce Kulick solo in Tears Are Falling is just glam
1: metal. Are, are you are you just using that as a term for hair metal, or is it really something different? I think is glam metal and hair metal? Uh, hair home"?
0: metal is considered like a sissies. No, no, I'm joking. It's con- it's sort of a, a bad word. I know, that I way. know, but it, it, for, it is hair metal for good reason it's it's hair metal. because the genre it sucks. <laughs> folks i'm not a big fan of the genre not
1: a fan not
0: a big fan of the genre I don't, I don't care about po- i don't care about poison
1: I don't hey, care about motley crew guess what guys if you like motley crew i don't care they suck that movie They're the dirt sucks i don't
0: like them it a sucks fan. i don't i like i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of poison I'm not a big
1: fan of motley crew not a big fan of there's literally like one hair metal i'm gonna call it hair metal okay there's one hair metal song i like and it's all it goes hard. It always does, and that's round, round and round by by Rat. By Rat, <laughs> it's a ki- it's a killer. That a song. song. That's it, song. though. The rest of them suck. I'm joking. There are some songs I don't like, but no, nah, they suck. Just, as a genre, I don't like. They it. suck. They suck. Yeah, obviously, and obviously, we will be making a companion playlist with this. I've already put my songs together. I'll send you the the thing. Sure. To, so you can put your songs. Sure. On those, so. uh, all right. Nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Woo! Uh, for some reason, I always feel, even on the last episode, I was like, do I want to put this band there? Because there's a lot of backlash behind this band. I'm like, is there really, or is it just the singer? Because I think this band is still viewed as like one of the best bands of the 80s, and that's the Smiths. A lot of people hate Morrissey. Morrissey, for good Morrissey reasons. sucks. Yeah, dude, he does suck. He's a shit human being. And he might be the worst thing about the Smiths. Uh, but The Queen is Dead by the Smiths, no doubt. is my favorite Smiths album. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a great album. Um, wonderful, melancholy, songwriting with intricate guitar parts like johnny Morris guitar parts just sound so good and uh that goes wonderfully well with the very underrated bass which uh, i believe the bassist died this past year for the smiths mm-hmm. um the bass parts in these smith songs are just awesome and uh this album i've, re- I've always really really liked this album and uh and, and you should too it's not hair metal mm-hmm. that's for sure I, th- I think a lot of people would also view the smiths as sort of like a indie indie rock sounding of the uh, of the 80s choosing that over a, a, a new wave kind of sound, because they're not really new wave. There's a lot of post-punk uh, to their sound, and, and just, uh, I don't know, a lot more. Not Not, not, not synth-heavy, so okay. very guitar-bass uh, and vocal-heavy. Oh. Um, my
0: 1986 record is uh, a band that hasn't shown up on the list yet, so on any list so far, oh, so they're, they're pretty like new. Just like Rush. Um, and it's uh, A Kind of Magic by Queen. Really? Yes. What's on that? Yeah. Ooh, well, if you give me money, <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, it's It's kind of like this. It was used a lot for the soundtrack of the Highlander movie, okay? Oh, okay. But it's all Queen. It's all Queen. Yeah. Um, but it's got One Vision, A Kind of Magic, Friends Will Be Friends, Who Wants to Live Forever, Princess of the Universe. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of hits on it. Got a lot of hits. I guess. It's got a lot of good songs. Really like One Vision and... Who wants to live forever? It's a great song. It's a great song.
1: Friends will be friends is pretty good. It's okay. I have an unpopular Queen opinion. Okay, go ahead. Queen is actually great. Um, they, and they have like some of the greatest songs ever written, no doubt. Okay. okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm not like sold on the fact that they have like a great album. <laughs> I would say
0: this is a really
1: good. I album. know a lot of people would I say would. like a Night at the Opera, but even as I listen, to Night at the Opera, I'm like oh, I'm skipping several songs mm-hmm. on this. So.
0: I would I would say give think, I would say think, give a kind of magic. Do a, other people a agree with that,
1: <laughs> or is that just a well, you thing? Uh, let's see. <laughs> What's it called?
0: A kind of magic. It doesn't have really great reviews. Oh god, yeah, exactly. A lot of their
1: albums don't. Um,
0: but I mean, the the songs that are I'm, I swear to you, one vision, a kind of magic, who wants to live forever, Princess of the universe, friends will be friends, is a, are good songs. They're good songs. So. If you can get past, you know the. What's other... the name
1: of the album? A, kind, of, magic. A kind of magic by Queen. 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 I'm doing a little googling right now. Do some googles. Do, Do some a little googles. bit of googling right now of this album. Maybe um, the googles. Uh, you know, just to, you know, get a get a read on. What people say just to see if I'm, I'm right about Queen Elf. <laughs> so it, it doesn't prove my point at all. Not in the slightest. It doesn't. Let's look at the reception for this album. Yeah, as I expected. Not very good. Mixed. Um, It's mixed. It's mixed. It's mixed. It's mixed. Are you going to trust them or are you going to trust your friend for the 15 years? I don't know. Wow. We don't have, a similar, wow. we don't have like that similar of a music Dup, taste, dip, though. Dip, dip. No, I'm just no. being. Nope. You know damn well. Nope. As I'm sitting here with Kiss and Queen, you still, say, you still queen think that one Queen song is like their best song? And I still like, I still like Bohemian Rhapsody more. What uh, in song- window? Yeah, it is. Nah, it's their best song. No, it's their best no, song. That's it, crazy. It's without question, no, without dude. question, see, it's without not, question, see, the best song.
0: That's Bohemian it, Rhapsody's most overrated song on the planet. No, no it is not. I swear to No, you. it's
1: not. It's overplayed. It's not overrated. No. It's it's in, it's incredible. The movie is not good. It is incredible. But the song is amazing. It is incredible. It is an incredible song. But it's overrated. No, nah, dude, it's, it's overrated. Overplay. Sorry. Nah. Queen oh, has way better could, songs oh than Amy Rhapsody. We got to take a break. My God, we yep. got to take a break so we can cool off and I can eat a piece of chocolate because this is just getting too <laughs> intense for me. <laughs> 1987, Caleb. Yeah. What you got? I've cooled off from that Queen. Take you. Any window still the best. Song and you know, else. I say I it up with an album. That I don't. I really don't love that much. About Oh, uh, ooh, 87 was a rough, was a tough year. Okay. I could have just like thrown in like Joshua Tree. that I remember you put in Joshua Tree on the last put in one. Joshua Tree. I was I like, yeah, I'm still not that passionate about Joshua Tree. <laughs> You're wrong. Just That's not, a, like... I'm not a huge YouTube guy, but I, I do, know. I do think they're great. It's okay. Um, and I, this next one, I do like it's just, I don't like as much as my other albums on here. And it's a Dinosaur okay. Jr. album. Okay. I believe it's the debut album called You're Living All Over Me. Yeah. No, I'm, I don't love Dinosaur Jr. Um, I, I had a chance to watch... They played it the Loud and Huntington like last year. It sold out like immediately. And I I didn't even... I was like... The thing is that their singer is so lethargic and like doesn't try and I'm like, I don't know if I want to see that. He's an amazing guitarist. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I I really want to watch that? And they have so many albums that I just don't care about. But... Mm -hmm. um, this album seemed like the best option for 87 (laughs) okay um i do i do like the album it has a fuzzy noisy quality to it lo-fi sort of quality that lends to the that actually lends to the slacker vocal delivery especially since he was a lot younger here Mm -hmm. um i got into this one also when i was getting into all of my indie rock bands but i guess they just never stuck stuck to me like like a pavement or a built to spill or super chunk yeah i never got into the dinosaur jr the way that i got into these other bands but i mean this one's solid it's it's Mm -hmm. i think it's largely still considered one of the better indie rock albums especially for its time as like a pioneer but yeah if you can get it if you can get into it's very like Mm lo-fi and uh which sometimes works to its advantage Sure. sure what's your 87 my 1987
0: record is um regarded as this artist's best work actually which is crazy to me because i think the other record that i talked about In the last 80s one is a better record, but it's Sign of the Times by Prince. Mm -hmm. Um, It is widely regarded as his, critically, it's his best record. I don't agree with that. Um, What's on this It's a great record. It's great. Um, Sign of the Times, If I Was Your Girlfriend, You Got the Look, Um, uh, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker, Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean it's just. So this isn't the one with Raspberry Beret. Or... No, no, no. That was Around the World. That's my today. favorite. That's my favorite Prince album. Um, <laughs> I think I'm still not as into Prince as I'd like to be. But But
0: it's, it, uh, to me, I, this album is very, very long. It's two. It's two C. It's two discs. Oh, really? It's two discs. Um, but I really do like the record. Like, I, there's. That's the thing about Prince to me. Prince has like some really good records, and then he's got some records that got some good songs on it. Mm-hmm. But then everything else is kind of, yeah,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: fine. Cool. Sure. Parade's that way uh, around the world in a day is that you sure way. sure about me.
1: that? Because according to the masses, the Prince is the greatest artist of all time. <laughs>
0: I'll take nothing away from Prince. He probably is one of the greatest no, artists has, of all time. His albums are the best albums ever made.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: sorry to burst your bubble, people. <laughs> And I hate to disagree with the masses, especially the people that say Bohemian Rhapsody is the best song of all
1: time. But no, I think it's the. Um, be- I think it's probably the best Queen song. But I didn't say the best. song. I'm not taking a
0: shot at you on that. Oh my god, um, jeez. But yeah, that to me, and I'm sure I'm going to get flack. Oh, I can't believe you just said that about Prince. Well, I just said it, and I don't <laughs> care what your opinion is about it. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I do like Sign of the Times. It's probably my. F- I would say it's probably my fourth favorite. Prince record, but if I'm going by '87, like mm-hmm. you said, there wasn't a lot to choose from in '87. So
1: yeah, it wasn't a great, it wasn't, wasn't a great year for music. Maybe for some people, would say that is, but I just yeah, it was probably one of the worst '80s yeah years for yeah music. Can we all agree that that there's no Prince album as good as Off the Wall by Michael Jackson? <laughs> we all agree. No. Moving on. Well, there's your hot take for the day, I guess. <laughs> there's your hot take. I mean. I mean, come on It's uh, it's it's amazing Um 88 We're getting into The uh What made Caleb Who he is Territory here Okay You weren't born taught, yet That's okay I haven't, I haven't talked to, I'm talking about Just I albums I know I know And I used to collect This person's cassettes You In the 90s you, Or
0: if you put a weird Al Yankovic
1: album on this I did oh I did God. It's even worse Which is the Did uh, you put you Oh I thought you I was, curious. Never no, mind. Even, I, I was talking about No, even worse the album Which yeah. is uh Uh the album cover parody of Bad. I was gonna say, yeah, doesn't it doesn't has have fat like, on it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, Weird Al is my favorite artist between the ages I, of maybe six and. ten. I have, I have no I have no argument Shaped there. Shaped no a huge complaint. part of my life in my love for music, and uh, I haven't really talked about him much on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one even okay, worse. We're gonna do a Weird Al
0: retrospect at some point.
1: Maybe we might. Um, put that in the, put that in the hat. Uh, <laughs> we can. I don't care. We can do it. It's my first concert. We I can do 10. it. Uh, this one has a few of my favorite originals. Mm-hmm. From him, and uh, that really never got the credit. That but that, does they it deserve. have Albuquerque on it? It does, and that was about that was about uh, eleven years later. <laughs> Which I also really like. Running I really with do scissors, like that song. I like running with scissors too. But uh, I, I unpopular opinion for me is that I actually prefers originals over his parodies. Much, mm-hmm. I much prefer his originals over his parodies. His parodies are hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. A lot of his parodies, I would just rather listen to the, the regular song. You yeah. Know? I'd rather listen to Bad mm-hmm. than Fat. Yeah. Fat's goofy. Yeah, Fat is goofy. It's got a great music video, but it's goofy. Yep. Um, Melanie, one of his original songs, is a, uh, a style parody. Because he'd, he'd do these style parodies without being like a direct parody. Right. And right. Uh, the style parody for Melanie is sort of like a Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady? Brady. <laughs> Tom, See, on the football, Tom, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, and it has some of his darkest, uh, darkest lyrics. And Velvet Elvis is a pitch perfect, mm-hmm. the police style parody. It's, a, it's even a better parody than their parody of King of Pain. Just drop something. I didn't do anything. Something happened. I don't, that was me saying that it was better than the King of Pain parody, which yeah. is the King of Swade
0: <laughs> King of Swede.
1: <laughs> no, but Velvet Elvis is, is an awesome The Police mm. style parody, and the yeah. album ends with uh, Good Old Days, which is a style parody of James Taylor, mm. and uh, easily one of his most uh, upsetting, <laughs> yet nice-sounding songs, lyrically. Mm. This is a very, I don't know, he's just like tortures... People in that song, but it sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds like kind of like Fire and Rain <laughs> by James Taylor. Um, yeah, some some demented stuff. That's that, that was the worries You say, thing. would
0: you say it's even worse?
1: It, than... I guess, because his album before this was called Polka Party. and It uh-huh. got bad reviews and didn't sell well. So he's yeah. like, the next one's gonna be called Even Worse, <laughs> which that's that's largely that's, regarded as a much better album. That's humorous. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty Weird cool. Al. We're gonna dig into him one day. What's his best album? Is it Bad Hair Day? I don't know. It's, Could it be? It's Alpocalypse. No. That had uh, His post-2000s albums uh, didn't like just, as much. Yeah, they're just kind of... I really liked his last album. By, by, I really liked his last album, yet again. What was it like, called? Like Mandatory F- Mandatory Fun. Fun. The yeah. last song on that album is uh, Jackson Park Express. It's about 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's sick. But yet again, the originals are far better, because once you get in the modern music territory... I don't like a lot of those modern songs, so why would I like the parody? It has the same music, and I'm just like, I don't care about blurred lines. I don't care about blurred lines, even though it's called word lines or whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Yeah. I don't care about the Lady Gaga parody, Born Mm -hmm. This Way. I don't care. Weird. Al. Yankovic. What's your 88? Okay, my 88 album
0: is the album that I was talking about. Okay, that you're either going to say, oh, no, you can't use that. This is going to be, no, be a cheat. Can't. My God. I'm, yeah. It's not a cheat. It's not. It's not. It's not. Kind of.
1: A compilation. It's not a compilation. Okay. No, it's not a compilation. Okay.
0: And it's technically a hybrid record. Oh, my God. Okay? It has studio tracks and has live tracks on it. Oh, no. Okay? But it is rattling and Hum by YouTube. 2
1: Okay. okay, whatever.
0: You have no idea what I'm talking about now. No. Right? <laughs> okay, Rattle and Hum was an album that consisted of live tracks and studio tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was a soundtrack, technically, for the Rattle and Hum movie about you 2 about mm-hmm. the Joshua Tree Tour. But they recorded new music for it. Um, but at the same time some of the songs that are on it that are live songs are new songs. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So the reason why this record is on there is because it has uh, probably one of my favorite U2 tracks, and it's All I Want Is You. It's a beautiful song. Makes the record for me. Um, but there's a uh, your favorite uh, musician, B.B. King, is on it. Is he my favorite
1: musician?
0: Since you love the blues so much, B.B. Oh, yeah, King's on man, there. I love the blues. Um, but it opens with a cover of Helter Skelter, which I, oh God, dude, I hated this for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Longest time. I went back and listened to it not too long ago. And I was like, that's pretty good. It's fine. That's yeah. pretty good. But l- this was at the time when you two were, were starting to get stagnant. Mm-hmm. And people were starting to turn against you too. Because it was getting ready to be the Then yeah. they released Baby, And what got them like the flack is when the show opens, when the show opens, they open with Helter Skelter and Bono says, This was a song that Charles Manson stole from the Beatles. We are stealing it back. Mm. Like they were saying they were the second coming of the Beatles. Mm. That's not how people that's not how people should interpret that, but that's how they interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And they just, but they just didn't. They weren't seen favorably in the public eye after that very much. Now, having said that, ever again, I think this. <laughs> I think the record is really good. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Um, I think the original songs on it are are amazing. I think Desire is great. I just a straightforward rock song. All I want is you again on there. Um, Love comes to town with BB King is awesome. Yeah, and, the, and some of the live tracks. Uh, there's a cover of All, All Along the Watchtower on there. Um, yeah, a live version I still haven't found what I'm looking for is on there as well. Um, so yeah, I really do like that record. I know a lot of people kind of give it flack, but I think it's a good live record slash studio slash whatever you want to call it. It's a hybrid mm-hmm. record of some things. Speaking of... Speaking of hybrid, real fast, I want to take a side note, and, and we'll talk about it on the air because if if we don't, I'm going to forget. Was Nathan our buddy Nathan who passed away? Um, was he a Linkin Park
1: fan? Uh, he he liked the first album or two. Okay, I think. Okay, like because, most, pe- like most. Are, are okay. preteens. The reason why I asked is
0: because when I when I when I the retro consoles that he gave me, yeah, the the Xbox in there, I was like, I wonder what music's on this. You know, I just wanted to. You know, look and be, you know, like, oh, well, you know, this is what he had on there. Just, you know, some of the music that he, that he, you know, listened to a lot. Yeah. There was one album on this Xbox.
1: Was it Hybrid Theory? It was Hybrid Theory. I mean, and I was like, hmm. There you go. I was like, was Nathan a Linkin Park fan? And I just didn't know this. Regular Xbox? Yes. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Xbox came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. So did Hybrid Theory. Checks out. Checks out, I guess. Checks out. We all like it. <laughs> I didn't really listen bye, to it. Bye 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 today. Something the right today. paranoia of the left.
0: You know way more words than I do, pal.
1: I think that song's called Paper Cut. Okay. Uh, all right, fine. I mean that's that's cool. I just didn't. Yeah, he liked it. Okay. Okay. We liked it. We were in the okay. like, we were like in the fifth or sixth grade when that album came out. Well, then that makes sense. That checks yeah. out. Of course, we liked it. Checks out. <laughs> 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 Rap and rock together. Are you give me amazing. Uh, c- Pod greatest band of all time. <laughs> we are we are youth of the nation i mean this song guitar hard yeah hits me right here in this the chest got me in the church bro. hits me in the feels
0: and gets you in the church
1: because <laughs> they were kind of like they were Christ. like disputed like a lot of people thought they were like a christian rock band they might have been oh no they sold their albums
0: in uh christian bookstores in bible bookstores at, <laughs> <What? laughs> at the dove store what the dove
1: store Jesus, it, Caleb. I don't know what they're called. Well, if you're still You don't listening. see a lot of Bible bookstores. You used to have like eight in Logan. <laughs> yeah, there used to be quite a bit. I hated going quite in there a bit. with my grandma. I was like, oh, I hate, a bit. I hate the atmosphere. I hate the way these places smell. They did have some cool puppets, though, at one point. Scary puppets. Were scary puppets. But Somebody brought one of those weird puppets, church puppets, to like, our work last year, and it was scary. Yeah. It looked like Chucky or something. <laughs> it had like red hair. No teeth and...
0: Yeah, those puppets yep. are
1: the church puppets are so scary. Yep. New uh, album coming uh, out Church Puppets is going to be the name of it. <laughs> it's going to be like Master of Church. I'm going to have puppets. our friend our friend Don and Seth, uh they're going to make an album coming an animated album cover that has like the scariest F M puppets you seen. This is going to be called Church Puppets. Church Puppets. I'm sticking to this, guy. Sorry. It's already in my brain. Yep. Even though I decide I'm not going to make any more albums. You will. You will. <laughs> Singles. You will make a record. We're well, putting at some out the point. compilation album, which have songs that I've already done. Oh yeah, we for- forgot to talk about that. Well, I mean, it, it, it only applies to you really if you're if you're from the area, because the only po- well, I got a compilation album coming out uh, called called Teddy and Robot uh, colon a compilation album, and uh, the album artist from our, our friend Don has mm-hmm. the robot and Teddy bear yeah. right? from our music video that that he did, and uh, it's just songs that I like the most. But if if someone were to... To look at that CD, it was like, "Huh, that's an interesting album art. I mm-hmm. want to listen to that." These are the songs I'd want them to listen to the most. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: which is you, available can only, you
1: exclusively at the new at art gallery. For, at least for the time being, when they come in, it'll only be available physically. Yeah, yeah. not 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 digitally, unless I cave eventually and put it on Spotify stream because there's two songs on there that aren't streaming on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? But so. right, but for the time being, it'll just be available. Physically? Yes. At The Hive. Yeah, The in, Hive. In Logan, which, which opens the 13th of January. opens the 13th of January. I might have the CDs in by then. You might not. You might. You might, might. not. Who, well, who's to say? It doesn't matter. For people that don't know
0: The Hive, I should have brought, put this at the very, very beginning of the episode. Uh, the Hive is going to be a the art gallery uh, we talked about um, during one of the past episodes, the Beauty Birds and Bones pop-up. Well, they decided that it was such a success that they are going to open a permanent art gallery mm-hmm. in logan um so that opens july or july january january the 13th my, bur- my birthday uh, okay birthday i um, not sure the album or the album good god not sure the operating hours yet i believe it's going to be nine to one i believe okay um, i could be wrong on that uh check the facebook is it nine to one nancy mm-hmm. the the hive operating hours is it nine to one Oh, it is Uh-oh. not 9 to 1. God, that was a close one. What, what is the operating hours?
1: The Hive will be open on January the 13th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And oh, then gosh. moving forward after that through the winter, it will be open Wednesday through Friday from 10 to 6. Gosh, you were way off. I was so, You so were off. way off. I was way off. <laughs> Nine to one. And we will have extended hours during the summertime. Just so just like, follow us on just Facebook. I like, like, we're going to be open from 9 to 10.30. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can find that on Facebook. <laughs> just type in the it's Hive. M. <laughs> um, we also have a link tree. It's uh, L-I-N-K-T-R
0: dot E-E slash the Hive Gallery WV, which features all of the artists, the links to their social media, and to the Hive social media. Thank you, Officer Nancy. You knocked my hat in the floor. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you, Officer Nancy. So, yes, come and check that out on uh, January the 13th. If you can't come on January the 13th, uh, any other go Wednesday? back and listen to those other times and dates. Wednesday through Friday. Wednesday through Friday yeah. from 10, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Is mm-hmm. that what she said? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what she said. She was, she was shooting so much off there I know, that I, I could God, not comprehend There's so many letters
1: and, and words. So much stuff. So many trees Too much clogging and links
0: All right 89 1989 The end The of end of the all. decade
1: the end of it all Um, The end of the Reagan it administration be an, It wouldn't be an, an 80s list Because we have not included this band one time But it wouldn't be officially an 80s list Without some Cure a little Okay We Cure Okay uh, This one's Disintegration They're a 1989 album Disintegration uh, The moodiest, uh, the, cured, moodiest the, the moodiest The moodiest Cure album Featuring longer songs With a more dream pop aesthetic even just even revisiting this album the last mm-hmm. couple days um it's not heavily vocal oriented yeah there's a lot of robert, there's robert smith vocals but the songs you get a lot of seven minute long songs which are just building atmosphere mm-hmm. instrumental atmosphere even like their song like a uh, uh, love song which was um covered by 311 uh, eventually mm-hmm. you know the song love song if i heard it i will always love you no matter what okay yeah okay. so that's gotcha. Cure song and that even Watch builds you. builds layers and layers before the vocals get going and that's how most of the songs are and uh just really like a great like a headphone mm-hmm. album and okay. and i haven't listened to every cure album but out of the ones i've heard this is my favorite cure album yes yeah. nice. it's their that's their, their big dream pop album so obviously i'm gonna lean towards it i mean that's come fun. on, I mean, come on. what's your last album my
0: last album is another Paul McCartney record, and that is Flowers in the Dirt. Um, uh, all I know, so anticlimactic. How it's Paul McCartney. It's, uh, but a lot of songs on this album were written by uh, Paul McCartney and Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Paul McCartney had kind of a writing uh, partner in that record. Um, a lot of great songs on that album. A lot of songs he doesn't. He never plays any of this record live anymore, and it's a shame. It is a shame. Um, a lot of people considered the record his return to form mm-hmm. because it does have some great songwriting songs on it. After the horrifying press to play, which we will never talk about on this record or on this '80s record stuff, because it is not good. It's not good. Okay, it's terrible. So it's a follow-up to that uh, album, actually, and it is so good. It's just so good. It's definitely worth uh, checking out if you get a chance. It feels very Beatlesque uh, with the way that the songs are arranged and uh, subject matter. It's not just... It's not love songs all the way through it and stuff like that. It actually has a lot of substance um, as far as lyrical goes, and that, that plays into Costello a little bit with the way they're wrote. So, definitely worth checking out. If you get the chance, check it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Caleb. That's our 80s albums. Part two. Part two. Part deux. Part deux. Part deux. De. Hot shots. Part deux. Great records, <laughs> some of these. Um. So, I chose the 80s records. Do you want to choose our topic for next week? Out of the big head. I do. Should just call it. It is my turn. I don't, I don't know why we call it chat songs from a hat from, when it's songs from the big head. Songs from the big head. <laughs> I got a I had a a, a voicemail from uh, Sudden Link here while you're t- we'll play that on there. We don't got to Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for choosing
1: Sudden Link. Or Pointing on Topic
0: or Optimum or whatever they call themselves you this week. Better be good. Or else I'll cheat. Wouldn't be wouldn't <laughs> be a, wouldn't be a episode without me grabbing a piece of popcorn. What we got? Uh oh.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. Very be good. We're back to the movie world. Uh oh. Coming out swinging. Uh oh. Favorite film franchises. Okay. That's cool. That's we can a cool do that. One. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to. Good one. We're going to. Good one. I pulled it. Okay. God. Where can people find us? They can find us by typing in chat for my hat on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok, too. And if you want to email us... Uh, We're on TikTok. E- we never post. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, email us at chatformahatcast at gmail.com. All right, all right. Well, folks, we hope you have enjoyed
0: the opener for Season 2 here for Chat from a Hat. Until next time, I'm your host, Josh Brown. I'm Caleb Luther. And we will talk to you next time.